Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Then Elisha spoke to the woman whose son he had restored to life, saying, Arise and go, you and your household, and stay wherever you can, for the Lord has called for a famine, and furthermore it will come upon the land for seven years. So the woman arose and did according to the saying of the man of God, and she went with her household and dwelt in the land of the Philistines seven years. It came to pass at the end of seven years that the woman returned from the land of the Philistines. And she went to make an appeal to the king for her house and for her land. Then the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, please, all the great things Elisha has done. Now it happened as he was telling the king how he had restored the dead to life, that there was the there was the woman whose son he had restored to life, appealing to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My Lord, O King, this is the woman, and this is her son, whom Elisha restored to life. And when the king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed a certain officer for her, saying, Restore all that that was hers and all the proceeds of the field from the day that she left the land until now. Amen. The God of restoration. The God of divine encounter. The one who knows what to do. The one who sees our estate and knows what needs to be done. Father, we thank you this morning. The one who leads us into still waters, the one who leads us into green pastures, the one who restores our soul, our shepherd, our God, we worship you this morning. The one who's not called us to worship him in vain. The one who says that they that do know their God shall work strong, they shall do exploit. We worship you. The one who says, fear not, I will help you. Be not dismayed, I'm your God. Thank you, our helper. Thank you, Lord, for bringing the word to us life, for causing us to see ourselves in this world, for building our faith to trust you. As it was yesterday, it's the same today. Forever you remain the same. Merciful, compassionate God. The one whose strength to restore is not in doubt. The one who is faithful to do what he says we do, he will do. Father, we worship you. Thank you for giving us a new day, a beautiful day, a day of testimonies, day of divine shift, day of supernatural intervention, a day that praise will spring because of the exceeding greatness of your power. Holy Father, we thank you. Let it be unto us according to our faith. Even if do, this faith is like as tiny as a mustard seed. Help your people, O oh God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 
We see here in Second Kings chapter 8 that we read the story of the restoration of the Shunammite woman. If we recall who this Shunammite woman is, it is the woman that made a move to do as her heart told her when she noticed that a certain man whom she perceived to be a man of God used to pass by her house back and forth going on God's mission. So a time came when she discussed with her husband and she said, I perceive that this man that goes by uh, land is a man of God. Instead of us allowing this man to be just going and coming and going and coming, and sometimes I'm sure they may have perceived that it could be hazardous, sometimes this man could be weary. Let us make a room in our upper chamber so that this man can stop and sleep and rest and eat and refresh and then continue to go about his work. So they did that. The Bible records that the Shunammite woman took it upon herself to prepare a room, to put a table there, and to put some candlesticks to make it comfortable for the man of God. And in the course of Elisha staying with them, Elisha determined that this woman has to have a reward that this investment in the kingdom and the work of the kingdom should not be in vain. So he now determined to find out what it was that was the need of the woman. And it was discovered by Gehazi, the servant, that this woman, she's of age, her husband is old, and she too is getting, she's old, but they do not have any child. The woman had been barren for all her life. So the Bible records that Elisha calls her and tells her that at this time, the next season, that she will be his son. She couldn't believe. She said, no, I had closed that chapter. Please do not even try to tempt me. Don't, don't bring it up. Don't. She, she was very sensitive to it. But in any case, the word of God did not return. And she had the son. And it also turned out at some point, that boy that grew got ill and died. Is this same Elisha that God used to bring that boy back to life? That was when this woman bowed and worshipped God and said of a truth that Elisha was the man of God. So I'm giving this preamble to, to show that this woman had invested, had believed in God. And this woman had invested in kingdom business. And this woman had respect for the servant of God. And yet, this woman had gone through these things. And famine was pending. It was an impending famine. And because of her positioning, her investment in the kingdom, her investment in the life of the man of God,
the relationship that now was between the man of God and herself. By the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit said to her, there's going to be famine for seven years. We are still talking about the privileges that we have as children of God, the privileges of hearing from the Spirit of God. It can be directly by the Word of God. It can be through the Word of prophecy from a true man of God. It can be Word of knowledge, Word of wisdom, dreams and visions. God can speak to us in diverse ways. This particular way, it was through this man of God. He said, there's going to be famine for seven years. So leave the land and go and dwell. If I go and dwell in Philistia, go and Philistia, go and dwell in the land of the enemy. And she went. So where we read is where famine was over. And after seven years, she returned. And by the time she returned, the Bible records here, at the time she returned from the land of the Philistines, seven years, her land, everything that she had, had been confiscated. Everything that she had, had been confiscated. That's what we read. And then she made up her mind that she was going to arise and go to the king to request that the king will restore everything that they had confiscated. They had taken her land, they had taken her fruits, they had taken everything. She came back and she had nothing. We can liken this to our situations. We see what is happening in the globe. Maybe the lockdown, by the time they will be opening, you think you've lost everything. So many people have lost their jobs. So many people have lost their, their, their businesses, especially small and medium enterprises. Even the big businesses have been shut down and locked. And the way it is, businesses, economies are facing recession. Government is not going to spend big as it were, especially in our land, in Africa, in Nigeria. Nobody's even talking about any stimulus package. So whatever you've lost, that is your own individual business. So you can imagine the people that were already, you know, fragile and vulnerable and did not even eking a living from hand to mouth on the street. You can imagine how it's going to be with them. In other words, we can see ourselves, this woman returning after seven years where there was famine. And she did this in obedience. And that obedience, that, that information came to her because of the relationship to the source, which is God. Because she had invested in her time, in prayers, in giving and all. So there are two sides, there are many sides to this story. Is talking about our investment in the kingdom. Is talking about our relationships in the kingdom. Is talking about a spirit of obedience and submission to do what God has put in our hearts to do, reaching out to other people, investing also in the lives and the comfort of other people. And he's just telling us about a God of seed time and harvest. He's telling us that the God of restoration is the God of seed time and harvest. He's also telling us that God will not allow us to worship him in vain or invest in his kingdom in vain. God is a restorer. 
It's a way you give cheerfully. He said, you cause men to give unto you full measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, when you give cheerfully. So all these things are linked. They are all chain reactions. They are not, there's nothing that is standing on its own. So the story that we see here is the story of the king having heard about all that Elisha has done, was curious, wanted to know more. And so here is Elisha's servant, Kenhazi, coming to the king to tell the king about all that Elisha had done and was using the case study of this particular Shunammite woman. Was saying, oh, in fact, through the hand of Elisha, the certain Shunammite woman was blessed with his son. A time came, this son died. God used Elisha to raise this son from the dead. As he was speaking to the king, behold, look at the Shunammite woman, who also came to the king to inquire that her land that was confiscated should be returned to her. She came to make an appeal. But unknown to her, the king already heard about her. The king was very interested in her kiss. Father, we worship you. Lord, we exalt you because you know what to do. Divine interventions, divine positioning. Where we cannot go, you already go for us. You know the chains. You know the dots that must connect for our restoration to come to us. Father, we thank you for your eyes are upon us. For that which you have already fashioned in your hearts, a way of escape, help for your people. For did you not say, fear not, I will help you? So we see this woman, a worshiper of God, a lover of God's business and God's investment, one who has respect and honor for the anointed of God, one who will submit in obedience to hear instructions. So we see a lot in this woman. We see so much in this woman that God never forsook her. In obedience, she left, left everything. The man of God instructed her. In obedience to the word of God, she did exactly as she was commanded. Say, go, there's going to be famine for seven years. Some people will say, how do you know? Some people will say, oh, this false man of God. Some people will say, oh, anything can happen. And she never lost sight. She didn't lose sight of the fact that this same man was who God used to cause her to conceive. Because the man cried out to God for a reward for what she invested. This same man was the one that she cried to when her son gave up. And God also used this man to restore her son. So what we see here, we see a woman who is invested in the things of God. And a woman who also came to that point when she bowed to worship her nuisances, her doubts about men of God. Because remember, if you read this story, at the time the man of God sent to call her to say, oh, what can we do for you? 
you are going to have a child. She said, no, I dwell amongst my people. I don't, please, don't even disturb my life. I know I, I can get whatever I can get. There was a time like that in her life, but there was also a time after relationship with this man of God and seeing the power of God and seeing what God can do, she now surrendered totally. Although there was a time she saw the man of God, she herself, you know that this is somebody who has fear of God, who has respect for God. It was herself that said, oh, let's make a room for this man of God, which means she, she knew what to do. But at the same time, she was not fully invested in what the power of God could do for her in return. She just wanted to do it for God. She was not expecting anything from God. She thought she was okay by herself. She had shot her file concerning having a child. Some of us were like that. We say, yes, there is a God in heaven, but what can God do for me? Yes, I'm a believer, I'm okay, but I don't really need to see the power of God, the hand of God. So, yet there are things in our lives, situations in our life that only God can break that yoke and solve that problem. But we have come to that place that we wonder about miracles and we could sometimes ridicule miracles and sometimes we ridicule the men of God that God can use to do some miracles. And that situation stays stubborn. But the message of God still reaches to us. That is what we saw here. The message of God. Because God looks at our hearts. We love him. God looks at our hearts. Yet, though we love him, we have given up that he can still not visit us. So we see all these different scenarios and situations. So at the time, this woman was completely surrendered. As I believe, all of us will surrender. She now listened to that instruction. And she followed the word of God and she left. And by the time she came, everything had been taken from her. So sometimes we obey God, it looks like we are jumping from fry pan into fire. But God is still there. So we see this divine intervention. This king now got to hear her story and was interested not in her, but in the miracles that God had done concerning her. So somebody's in front of the king speaking concerning her when she walks in. Father, we worship you. Lord, we exalt you because you know we our story should be told. You know how to use your angels, even in the physical form, to break through for us. You know how to break protocols, bring a matter right before the king who matters and who must adjudicate on that matter. We know how you know to help your people. So all Elijah, all Gehazi, the servant of Elijah, needed to do was just to turn to the king the Bible records, he said, then the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, tell me, please, all the great things Elisha has done. Now it happened as he was telling the king how he had restored the dead to life, that there was the woman whose son he had restored to life. Appealing to the king for her house and for her land. Amen. Everything just connected the dots connected father our prayer today lord let the dots connect for your people let the dots connect for your people everybody who needs to be where everybody needs to be every word that has to be taken off for your people where it needs to be taken off 
Every file that was closed, what was confiscated, Jehovah God of restoration. This is the help that we are asking of you today. He said, fear not, I will help you. Father, we are making a demand on the help for you people concerning their small and medium enterprises, concerning their big businesses, concerning their children and their schooling, concerning, oh God, resources, oh God. In any area there is need for help, in any area they have returned and everything has been broken, in any area they have returned and all has been taken, and they watch and it seems that everywhere is everything is, they are helpless. Holy Father, we have found it in your word. That you're a God of restoration. Seven years this woman left. Seven years she was in the land of the enemy. Seven years she returned. Everything was taken. Her land and her house. She came back and stood. She was empty. Father, she made one move. And before she made that move, you had already gone ten steps ahead of her. We pray to you this morning that you visit your people. Some are weak, some are weary. Some do not even know where to start. Holy Father, prompt them to take a step. Say, so even if their faith is as tiny as a mustard seed, that is what you told us. If we say to this mountain, be moved. This woman said, I will return. I'm going to the king. I'm going to get my house back and my land back. Daddy, we are praying for a restoration. Everything lost to the last jot. Father, it shall be restored to your people. Every oppression is crushed. Every loss to God, it has been accounted for. Thank you for this visitation. This hope will not make a shame. We will not return after the lockdown and be empty-handed. When we have been praying and calling your name and worshipping you and trusting you. As the doors open, oh, eternal rock, shall be open to restoration for the life of your people. Open to breakthroughs for the life of your people. We will lose nothing. So we see it here. So when this Inam points to the woman... When Gehazi said it, the Bible records here. So the king appointed a certain officer for her. <laughs> God. Dedicated officer. The king dedicated an officer for this woman. Saying to the officer, so you see this woman? Restore all. All. Restore all that was hers. And all the proceeds of the field from the day that she left the land until now. My God. So now an officer is attached to this woman. Go and trace her land. And trace who confiscated it. Go to all the nooks and crannies. Make sure. What was the command? Restore all. Not one left. Nothing lost. Restore all. And not only restore the land, this is it. This is the double honor and the double restoration that you will lose nothing. This is speaking to us and speaking to us. We will lose nothing. He said, don't, it's not about restoring only her land. All the fruits, check all the trees on her land. And make sure that all the proceeds of the field, everything that was on her land, everything that she planted on her land, every produce that came from her land, every proceeds, if they sold any, if they sold one, the money to the last produce be restored to this woman. Who has heard anything like that for seven years? 
So they will go and count, estimate, evaluate what would have been on that land in terms of produce and the proceeds that would have come from that land for seven years. He said, make sure you restore to her. Father, just worship you this morning. Just exalt you this morning for what you're saying to your people. We will lose nothing. We will lose nothing. Everything that was confiscated, everything that was blocked because of all the happenings, because of the lockdown, because of the containment mitigation strategies and measures that shut people down and shut businesses down and brought disappointment and brought an end to earnings. Jehovah God, and impoverished your people. Now they are opening up businesses. They are opening up and people seem to be lost. Everything that they had planned for the year, everything had been shuttled. And there seemed to be no hope. No, but for your people there is hope. We have found it in your word. You know whom to command. You know the officers you will assign. You know the officers that you have strategically positioned. That before we get there, oh God, huh, the processes would have been started. And the command is restore all. Restore all. Breakthroughs restored. There is nothing that you touch to do by God that will be stalled. God knows what to do. Father, we exalt you. Lord, we thank you for you have breathed, you're breathing, you're incubating our businesses. Thank you for we believe in the ministries of angels. Thank you for the assignment of officers of God to your people. Thank you for the heart of kings that you're turning for your people in this season. He said, fear not, I will help you. We are asking for help for the openings of the resources of your people. Restoration. Recall and remember all the tithes and the offerings. Remember the worships and the praises. Remember the faith expressed in you. Remember that is sent for us foreigners. Turn the hearts of kings. Do what heaven only can do to bring us before kings. And you say they will see us and arise. And sons of strangers will build our world. Our world is in your book. You say we should rise, shine, the light has come. The glory of the Lord shall be seen on us. Even though gross darkness covered the earth, it will alight upon us. Gross darkness did not consume this woman. God remembered her. Father, thank you for remembering us. Thank you, Jesus, for your divine intervention. Thank you for helping us where we have no help. Thank you for restoration and the breakthroughs. Our hope will not make us ashamed. That which you began with us to tell us from the beginning of this year, that it has not been derailed. Mm -hmm. This woman was not derailed. Mm -hmm. Everything to the last was restored. Mm -hmm. Thank you for restoration. We exalt you for restoration. We pray for our children. Say, bless them indeed. Let your hand be upon them, O oh God, when in this season. Bless your people. Bless the land of Nigeria. Mm -hmm. We pray for our leaders, for wisdom that comes from God and the fear of God to direct. Mm -hmm. Pray for the world. We pray for America. Father, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Let the yoke of oppression be broken. Let your people be set free. Let there be restoration. Blessed be your name. Have your way today. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen.